Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I'm Michael J. Sutton and this is episode 99 in our series, Freedom from Fear. Today, what does Mona Lisa and God have in common? The only war Christians are called to fight is a spiritual war, and this war is largely a conflict against unseen enemies. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. The King James Version. The danger for Christians is do what many evangelicals do and ignore spiritual conflict entirely and misinterpret the atonement, or what many Pentecostal Christians do and run down the rabbit hole looking into things that we can neither know nor understand. The best approach for a Christian is to go back to first principles, and that is the Bible. The Bible is God's word to us today. It is God speaking to us. And through the text of the scriptures, we understand who God is, who we are, and how God might be known. These three questions are really what the Bible is concerned with answering, and the answer for all three find fulfillment in the person and work of Jesus, who he is and what he did. Eternal life is to know God and Jesus Christ whom he sent. It begins now, not after physical death, and we are led by the Spirit of God, enabling us to call God our Father. The focus of the Scriptures is therefore to enable a person to know God. The Bible does not intend, nor did it ever intend, to answer every political question or economic question or social question posed by the human mind. The Bible is not a science textbook, nor is it a political manual for the Republican Party, nor is it a proof text for the right to bear arms. At the centre of Scripture is God, and all of Scripture points to God. He is the focus of the Scriptures, and this is not surprising, for it is in the Bible where God is fully and completely expressed. To use an example from art, Take the beautiful painting of Mona Lisa. She is the focus of the painting. People flock from around the world to see her. They long to look into her eyes, ponder her form, rejoice in her position, and reflect upon themselves and how watching this painting enables them to see themselves as well. This is what art critics do, I suppose, or certainly I do when I approach great works of art. Now, when... We look at Mona Lisa, we realize that she is a portrait and she takes up most of the space on the canvas. When Leo was painting her, his focus was her. But he had to situate her in some context so there was at least some background. On her right in the distance is a bridge with some arches presumably made of stone over a faint river though it is difficult to see the depth of the water, which contrasts with the much larger and deeper and bluer river that extends behind her to the left of the painting. There is a road behind her on her left, and the river goes from left to right, extending to the heavens. Sadly, the painting has undergone all kinds of controversies, much like God has. Critics have argued over the identity of the portrait, the gender of Mona Lisa, the name of the bridge, the significance of the arches, the political ideology of the portrait, the name of the river, the location of the scene, and so on. 
these arguments, contests and controversies have made experts wealthy over the centuries through dozens of books, but at the end of the day, it is a remarkable portrait of a woman, and she remains the focus of attention when people see the portrait. God and Mona Lisa have a lot in common. The focus of the Bible is God. A true Christian, a genuine Christian, might spend their whole life pondering God, His Word, His Son and His Spirit, and still never fully reach that place where they could say, I know it all. Then we have the fake Christians, the pseudo-Christians and those who hang around Christians who have no interest in God whatsoever, but are fascinated by the peripheral, the marginal, the speculative and the irrelevant. In this series of seven episodes, we will ponder one of the strangest verses in the New Testament. After telling us we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, Paul tells us that we wrestle against spiritual forces. One would expect that he would then give us more detail about these spiritual forces, but Paul doesn't. He ignores it completely and returns to the great theme of the Bible, God. Why he does this and what it means for spiritual war against those with whom we wrestle, we will ponder this week. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.